Happy Monday, everybody. Yes, it is Monday, and we all know what that means. It's 30 minutes or less, and today we're going to be taking a look at how to make Thai coconut curry soup. And this soup is sweet, this soup is spicy, it is loaded with vegetables, and even a bit of chicken. Better still, it can be made in under 30 minutes. What's not to love? To get that Thai curry flavor, we're going to be using the same Thai red curry paste that we used uh, weeks and weeks and weeks ago uh, for the Thai red curry salmon. Along with the curry paste, we'll be using ginger, garlic, fish sauce, lime, and coconut, and really bringing the flavor together. Now, as always, the fully uh, written out post can be found on the website, howtonotbirdshit.com, and there will be a link on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash food in five. And with that, let's get to it. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in Five, brought to you by howtonotbirdshit.com, your modern culinary manual, and this is how to make Thai coconut curry soup in 30 minutes or less. I started cooking at about 7 p.m. and the first step was to get a pot heating up. I put a large pot on the stove over medium-high heat. While the pot was heating up, I started in on my vegetables. So first I peeled and sliced an onion, just a medium-sized onion. Next up, I washed and sliced a celery stalk and then I peeled and sliced a carrot. By the time I was done with the onion, celery, and carrot, it took me about four minutes, my pot was nice and hot. I added in about one tablespoon of canola oil along with one teaspoon of sesame oil. The sesame oil is there mostly for flavor. With the oil in the pot, in went about two cups of diced chicken thighs. I cooked them until they were brown on all sides. While the chicken was cooking, I got back to my vegetables. First thing, I peeled and sliced two cloves of garlic. Next, I cut one bunch of green onions in half, setting the top bit aside for later. The bottom half of the green onions, or the white parts, I sliced and added to the rest of the vegetables. Excuse me. Of course, I discarded the very end of the green onion, where the root. Excuse me, where the root is. Um, so, if you're wondering about the green onions, the very top or the top half of the green onions is very soft. The bottom half is fairly firm. So, I use the bottom half as an kind of almost like a normal onion, and the top half more as garnish. You've heard me talk about this a few times now. By the time I was done with the garlic and green onions, the chicken was nice and brown. Uh, I stirred it a couple of times, uh, and it was now time to add the vegetables into the pot. It's about eight minutes past seven at this point. I added everything in at once and cooked it for a few minutes. The key is that you want the onions to soften a bit before moving on to the curry paste. With the vegetables cooking away, it was time to add the ginger. So I used my microplane, which is just a very fine grater, uh, to grate the ginger, which was frozen right in, and I grated it from frozen right into the pot. I used about one tablespoon of grated ginger. I cooked the vegetables for about two more minutes, at which point the onions were softening and I could add in the curry paste. Uh, the Thai curry paste I'm using is a brand called Thai Kitchen. Um, I buy it at the grocery store in the international food section. It's good, not great, but it does the job. The reason I use this brand over all others is that it is both gluten-free and shellfish-free. Now, most Thai curry paste has shrimp paste in it to add flavor. I'm allergic to shellfish, so generally I can't eat Thai curry. Luckily, this brand exists and it is fairly cheap, under $4 a bottle. And I used about a quarter cup of this uh, in my soup. It was red Thai curry paste. I added the paste into the vegetables and cooked it for two minutes. This opens up the flavors in the paste. Uh, that's just a fancy way of saying that it makes it taste better. Don't skip this step. If you do, your soup will be missing some of the key flavors. 
Once the curry paste had opened up, I added in the rest of the seasoning for the soup. This was one tablespoon of sugar, one teaspoon of fish sauce, one teaspoon of salt, and I stirred this into the mixture, then added in one liter of hot water. As I poured the water into the pot, I made sure to scrape the bottom of the pot with my spoon. This lifts any stuck bits off the bottom of the pot, which helps the flavor, uh, helps to flavor the soup and prevents anything from burning to the bottom. Then I brought the soup to a boil, turned the heat down and simmer for five minutes. While I was waiting for the soup to come to a boil, I opened my can of coconut milk and set it aside. I'm using full fat, regular coconut milk, nothing special, unsweetened. That's important. Um, and then I was going to add bean sprouts to the soup, but they were out of stock at the grocery store. Luckily, I had a bit of Napa cabbage or Chinese cabbage in my fridge, so I used that instead. You, of course, can use bean sprouts or cabbage. Either one will work well. I also cut up the tops of the green onions, about a quarter cup of cilantro and one jalapeno. I just thinly sliced it. I was going to and would have preferred to use Thai red chilies, but the grocery store was out of stock on those too. It was not a great day at the grocery store. So at this point, it's about 22 minutes after 7. We've been cooking for 22 minutes. Um, the soup has been simmering for about 5 minutes at this point. Now it's time to add in the coconut milk, cabbage, or bean sprouts, cilantro, green onion tops, and the jalapeno. So I just threw everything in, brought the soup back to the boil, to a, uh, to a simmer, excuse me, and cooked for another 3 to 4 minutes. And then finally, um, after that final simmer, I added in the juice of one lime. Now to finish the soup, I tasted it and adjusted the seasoning as needed. Mine needed just a touch of salt. Conclusion. Prior to this post, I had never had Thai coconut curry soup before. To make this, I did a bunch of research online, wrote a recipe based on that research, and made what you've heard in this post. It was delicious. There was a slight sweetness, mild acidity, and just a touch of heat. Not quite enough for my taste, so I added some sriracha to my bowl. I recommend giving this shot, this a shot, especially if you're in the mood for something a little different. Now, some of the other versions of the soup online have shrimp or tofu instead of chicken. I think both of those would be great options if you can eat shrimp. Um, I think scallops would be great too. Some of the other versions also had rice noodles, which would be a great way to bulk the soup up a little bit for very little extra cost. And with that, I am done for today. Thank you, as always, for listening, everybody. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. Of course, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And drop me a line. I'd love to hear from you, uh, even to just say hello. I always love to hear from you guys. Uh, and, of course, you can follow the podcast on Facebook as well at facebook.com forward slash foodin5. Uh, I will be back on Wednesday with another fantastic episode. We're going to be talking about knife skills, which will be exciting. Um, and if you like this episode, tell some friends about it. Share it around. Um, yeah, that's it. Have a great Monday, everybody. I hope you had a good weekend. I hope that if you're in the east coast of Canada like I am or parts of the States too, you didn't get buried in too much snow. Luckily, I'm not in Newfoundland, which is under 93 centimeters of snow, almost a meter or almost three feet of snow. Um, yeah, anyway, have a great day, a great Tuesday, and I'll see you Wednesday.